Welcome to the E2A Flippers podcast. I'm your host, Steve Rakin, and this show is dedicated to helping you make more money by flipping physical products from eBay to Amazon.com. If that's what you're here to learn, then you're in the right place. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Steve here with Rakin Profit, and welcome back to another episode of the E2A Flippers podcast. And I wanted to make this episode focused on helping the person who's maybe thrifting books, doing retail arbitrage. Maybe you're selling stuff from around your house or going to library sales, garage sales, flea markets, auctions, and maybe you want to start doing eBay to Amazon, but you're not sure when is the right time. Is this actually for me? Is it too soon? Should I even do this? Is this something that's going to fit my model? Is it too dangerous? Should I just stick to doing books? Like, am I going to have fun? So I, I just really wanted to put together a podcast episode that breaks down when is the right time to start eBay to Amazon flipping? Who's it for? Not only financially and how much money it costs, but just what it takes to succeed and who it's for and the risk tolerance and just really coming from a place of if you're not doing eBay to Amazon, but you want to, what you should think about and some of the questions you should ask yourself. So first and foremost, my name is Steve. If you haven't been following me for a while, or maybe you're new to my channel, I sell on Amazon. I buy mostly all of my items from eBay.com. We then have them shipped to either my house or a third-party prep center who then preps it, lists it, ships it, and sends it out to Amazon FBA. In the last year, I've done just shy of $700,000 and 150000 in profit. So with that being said, let's get into this episode. Okay. So first and foremost, when is the right time to start eBay to Amazon flipping? Especially if you're already reselling, you're doing books, retail arbitrage, you're in the Goodwills, the Salvation Armies. When's the right time? So in order to answer that question for you personally, because we all have different situations, I want to ask you five questions. Okay. Question number one, is going to be how long have you been selling? What's your experience level? Because the reality is, I truly believe if you are looking to do any form of online arbitrage, such as eBay to Amazon flips, which it is online arbitrage, you're literally buying online. You're not going to like physical retail stores. I mean, thrifting, library sales, even Facebook marketplace, if you go pick it up, it's a form of retail arbitrage in a sense, right? Online arbitrage is a bit more advanced. It takes more money. It takes more experience. You have to really understand how to read the various data points and how to make good decisions, okay? And the thing is, a lot of us, and even including myself, right? When I transitioned to online arbitrage, I thought it was just gonna be a walk in the park. And I didn't realize how many mistakes and just bad decisions I was making those first couple months coming from retail arbitrage to online arbitrage. And the main reason is, I was blinded. I was blinded by only having to pay a dollar or two for items at thrift stores. And when you only pay a dollar or two for an item at a thrift store, when you make mistakes, you don't really feel it, right? It doesn't really hurt because your cost of goods is so low that you can succeed half the time and still crush it because your margins are so high and your cost of goods is so low going to like Goodwill and Savers and Salvation Army. So the reality is if you don't have a lot of experience and you don't really understand how to use the various tools to analyze deals, to look at historical data, you're going to be spending a lot more money buying items on eBay. So when you make a mistake, ugh, it just hurts that much more and you can't afford to make as many mistakes because one of your biggest expenses is going to be your cost of goods. 
what you pay for items. So I would recommend if you're brand new, if you don't have much experience reselling, if you've never thrifted, hit in library sales or sold stuff around your house, I would start there and do that for two, three, four months, get the hang of things, make your mistakes, understand how to list and ship and do all that and how to analyze and break down deals. You know, when you're only dealing with a dollar or two in a product. And then what I would do is I would take that next step to start looking into online arbitrage, eBay to Amazon, traditional OA. But obviously today we're talking about eBay to Amazon flips because that's what I do. And that's what I talk about on my channel. So what's your experience level? Okay. Number two, how much capital do you have? Now we've talked a little bit about this already. When you're doing eBay to Amazon or any form of online arbitrage, you don't have the luxury of paying a dollar or two. You don't have those 18,000% ROIs or those infinite returns. You're not picking up items for two and flipping it for 60. Now it's possible. Matter of fact, I was just on the phone with a friend today. She purchased an item for two bucks that she's going to sell for 60, a DVD. And she's like, Steve, it was my friend Amanda. She's like, Steve, do you ever have deals that you pick up that you know the eBay seller priced it wrong? And do they ever cancel it? And I said, yeah, actually, I feel like half the time they do cancel it. And other times they're like, ah, I messed up. Fine, just have it. And they're scared of like getting a negative feedback. But for the most part, you're going to have to put up more capital. You know, if you were to take a look at my E2A master sheet, which is my spreadsheet that I use that tracks my whole entire eBay to Amazon business, you know, if you had access to it, you could see everything I'm buying, what I'm paying, my ROI, my profit, all of that. You'll see that on average, my ROI is typically 40, 50, 60%. A lot of times I'm paying 50 for an item and selling it for 100. I'm paying 20 and flipping it for 45. I'm not paying a buck or two and flipping it for 20. So if you don't have much capital, then you know online arbitrage might not be the best move for you. You might want to start by building your capital, thrifting and selling stuff around your house and auctions, flea markets, Facebook marketplace, free book pickups with the Nextdoor app. There's a million ways to be able to build your capital to then get into online arbitrage. And you might be thinking, well, Steve, if the margins are so much lower and the risk is higher, why would I do online arbitrage or eBay to Amazon? And, and the truth is the biggest benefit is you're leveraging your capital and you're essentially plugging into a system that can make you money without you always having to go out and do everything yourself. Like in my business right now, I don't even source anymore. I have a team that sources everything. And at the time of this recording, I don't even touch the products anymore. 95% of my inventory, once we buy it from eBay, gets drop shipped to my third-party prep center who then receives it, lists it, preps it, ships it, and then I get paid. Now, obviously, there's a you know 100 things that I have to do in between. That's the benefit, right? You're leveraging your capital instead of leveraging your time and having to go out and thrift and hope and pray that people donated stuff. So if you only have 50 or 100 bucks, just keep thrifting. I would say it's good to have a good, you know, 500 to $1,000 to start this because you have to understand when you spend money on an item, you have to wait for it to get shipped to you and then you have to list it and prep it. And then if you're FBA, it could take a couple of weeks for it to get checked in. Then you got to wait for it to sell. And then there's a two week clearing period typically to get paid. So, you know, you're going to have a lot of capital kind of sitting in the clouds waiting to turn. I would say to have 500 to a thousand bucks, the more money, the better, you know, in my business right now, we're rolling over around 40,000 a month. And, you know, that's how we're able to do, you know, big months, 70, 80, 90, $100,000 months. But the more capital, the better or access to credit, the better. Although I don't really recommend going into debt. Although a lot of, you know, the young guys watch and love to show off the 50 K on the Amex, but I just think it's a dangerous recipe 
especially if you don't have a lot of experience in business and, and managing capital. So anyways, let's move on to question number three. Are you open to learning? Are you? Right? Yeah, it's easy to say yes, but are you actually open to learning a new system, a new process? eBay to Amazon has a lot of similarities to just traditional thrifting. Obviously, you're selling on Amazon, so you're still you know, prepping items the same way for the most part, listing it, pricing it. But the biggest, I would say, learning curve with eBay to Amazon are the softwares that you have to understand in terms of like sourcing and you want to get really good at dealing with like Google Sheets and stuff to track your replens and leads and there's just different things involved with online arbitrage, I would say. So are you open to learning something new? Are you open to, you know, investing the next six to 12 months to really learn and master and build something that allows you to leverage your time and scale much easier, even though obviously you need more capital, but are you open to that? If you're not, if you hate learning new things, if you're already still struggling to try to learn how to thrift, like I would stay there for now. And when you're ready, I would, I would move on to the next stage. But I think deep down inside, you have to listen to your heart or your gut, whatever you want to call it. And what is it telling you? Is it telling you that you're ready to take that next step? Are you kind of suffering or are you struggling or are you just finding yourself like saying, to yourself, like, this isn't what I really want to do. I don't want to thrift do RA, which again, I'm not here to hate on it. I love it. I still thrift, right? A little bit, but my main business, 99% of it is driven through the systems and workflows that I built in my business. And this is everything I cover in my eBay to Amazon masterclass. So if you're like, Steve, just tell me how to do it. I want a system. Join the eBay to Amazon Masterclass. You can go to rakeandprofit.com slash E2A Masterclass, or just watch my free videos, tune into the podcast, watch different videos, put it all together. But I do want to let you know, I do have a system in place if you do want to plug into it. So are you open to learning? Number four, what are your goals with the business? You have to ask yourself, what are the goals? If your goal, and this is the best example I can give, if your goal with the business is to make money, but you want to have fun and be treasure hunting and you want to be like going out there and finding products out in real life, then eBay to Amazon might not be for you. eBay to Amazon is a bit redundant after a while. You're just plugged into a system, right? You're just turning your cash. It's a system for how you source. It's a system for how you analyze. And it's similar to thrifting and whatnot, but it's different because it's all done behind the computer. So I wouldn't say it's as fun. I think thrifting is a lot more fun. If you get a high off of the two, three, four, 500% ROIs, then ETA probably isn't for you. If you don't really feel like you're a numbers person and you don't like reading Keepa charts and analyzing deals, and if you're not super, I wouldn't say you have to be extremely tech savvy, but if you don't have a good understanding of computers and if you don't like working with softwares and stuff, then it might not be for you. So you have to ask yourself, what's your goal? Like for me, my goal was to have freedom. My goal was to not have to drive around anymore to all the thrift stores after I got in a car accident three years ago. My goal was to scale my business without me having to scale my time. I knew in the beginning I was going to spend a lot of time, but long-term I wanted a business. I wanted a system. I wanted to leverage the capital that I've been earning for the last 10 years in my business and obviously in my coaching programs, YouTube. Like I wanted to put my money into a system and that's why I built the eBay to Amazon business. And that was my goal and I'm still building it, right? So maybe that helps you a little bit just to kind of think about your goals. And then last but not least is what is your risk tolerance? Are you afraid to sell on eBay to Amazon because you don't have invoices? You should be. I mean, that's one of the biggest things I talk about in my masterclass. Matter of fact, I just updated the masterclass today. I put over two hours of new content in sharing how to mitigate risk from IP complaints, customer complaints, counterfeits, 
how to avoid listing on generic product listing, section threes, all of that stuff. The reality is you don't have legitimate invoices, but it's funny. People will kind of trash eBay to Amazon and be like, it's so risky. Oh my God, you're going to get kicked off. But then that same person was thrifting for eight years. And it's like, dude, it's the same thing. Thrifting, garage sales, eBay to Amazon. It's all the same thing. You have no invoices. Okay. And the reality is I've sold over 20,000 products in the last two and a half years. Matter of fact, in the last 10 years, I've sold 99.999% of my products, didn't have invoices and my account's fine and thousands of people's accounts are fine. Now, does that mean there won't be a day where I make a video? I'm like, hey guys, I'm a freaking idiot. I got banned. I got terminated. It could happen, but it could happen to anybody, right? So if you're not willing to run a business where you don't have legitimate invoices, which again, is the same as thrifting. If you want more, I guess you could call it security with wholesale, then go with wholesale, but you're going to have to spend way more money. Your margins are going to be like 70% less. It takes a lot more business skills. It takes a lot more time to see the money. And guess what? I still think wholesale is great. Matter of fact, I'm going through a challenge very soon to learn wholesale. Actually, at the time of this recording, it might've already been over, but I'm looking to add it because I think it's smart to diversify your income, have multiple income streams and not to have all your eggs in one basket. So you have to ask yourself, what's your risk tolerance? But the good news is, okay, and for folks who you know are in the masterclass, who have, I hate to be, I'm not trying to pitch the masterclass, but it's like for the folks in that and in our community, there's a lot of stuff we do behind the scenes that nobody sees on YouTube and social media. Then they all know, and if you're in there, you know, there's ways to mitigate the risk, okay? It's not a coincidence that my account is clean and I've sold almost 20,000 products in the last two and a half years. There's a system, there's a process. So, you know, those are things you have to ask yourself. When is the right time to start? Transition, add it to the mix. Well, how long have you been selling? What's your experience? How much capital do you have? Are you open to learning? What are your goals with the business? What is your risk tolerance? So I think a big prerequisite to all these questions is, is this even for you, right? I would say the right time to start is when you're able to check off these questions. And once you do check them off, I wouldn't go gung-ho into it. I don't care if you're doing OA and you're trying to get into wholesale or private label, whatever your business is now that you're making money with, that should be your main source. If you're going to transition into eBay to Amazon, you should add 5%. And then slowly when you have success, don't listen to me, right? I'm just a bald guy on the internet. Don't listen to what I say. Who knows? You honestly don't know who's trying to scam. You don't know anything, right? Hopefully the folks who've been watching me for 10 years know <laughs> that I'm not. But regardless, don't listen to me. Put 5% of your money into it. Right. So instead of 100% thrifting, do 5% E2A and see how it works for you. But give it a chance because don't start judging a book before you read the whole book and go through the process and make your mistakes. You're going to make mistakes, but give yourself a good three months and then move 10% in, then 20, and then 30, then 40, if that's the direction you want to go. Right. And then that's how you really make the full transition. You don't just quit what you're doing and making money to go into something new. That's silly. Okay. So that's my thoughts. That's my mindset. That's my process. This is just me. Do what you think is best. But uh, that's my two cents on when the right time is to start eBay to Amazon flipping and if it's for you. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. If you did, do me a big favor. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, give a like, show some love. If you want to learn how to do this, check out the master class. Okay. We actually have over a hundred plus brand new videos coming into it. So the eBay to Amazon masterclass is actually transforming from just the masterclass to the E2A masterclass 2.0. We have tons of new content, updates, strategies, everything I've literally learned from doing almost a million dollars in the last two and a half years is inside of there. So check that out. If it's not for you and you're not the course kind of girl guy, no big deal. 
Watch the episodes on the podcast. Watch the videos on the YouTube channel. Join the Facebook groups. I'm here to support you guys regardless, and I'm super grateful for you all. So with that being said, much love, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.